Welcome to the Show Up Society podcast, where I talk about showing up for your goals one tiny step at a time. I'll help you break down your big fat dreams into tiny bite-sized pieces that are totally doable as long as you just keep showing up. I talk about anything from running to creativity, to mindset, to small business, to whatever else comes up. You'll see how just showing up for yourself every day in the tiniest way can make a huge impact and change your life. I'm your host, Tammy Bennett, artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Hello, friend. Welcome to this week's episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Today, we are talking about practicing belief in your goals, because this is something I really need to hear. But first, a shout out to listener Delyn, who is in nursing school, and she reached out to me last week and said, I just listened to your podcast with Tiffany. What a beautiful soul. I love her. It made me cry when she talked about the stigma in the healthcare system. I'm thankful to hear her perspective as I get ready to go into the hospital this term. She was talking about episode 26, where I talked with Tiffany McGraw of Paper Rehab. Check it out. And thank you, Delyn, for the nice words. And maybe you can make a change in the healthcare system now that you have this perspective. Okay, before we get into our topic of the day, I just wanted to talk about Mother's Day, which was yesterday at the time that I'm recording this. And we had such a great day. Um, <laughs> there is an in and out burger here in Oregon now that's, I think, only like six or nine months old or something. And we haven't been yet. And we really haven't been out of the house much other than to exercise. Um, so we decided that it would be fun to take a little road trip 35 miles away to in and out And so we did. And we got there and there was a line that kept going and going and going. And we decided to get it anyway and get in line anyway. And two hours later, we got our In-N-Out burgers. And so all in all, it was over a three hour trip. And my kids were so amazing. And Chris were all amazing. Um, We did have our little... (laughs) little tiff here or there in the hot, hot car. It was like 90 degrees here in Oregon yesterday. Um, But anyway, it was, there was something magical about it. And it was a funny story. And I also got balloons and flowers and fruit and chocolate in bed. So all of those are completely amazing. And the other thing that was really, really cool is that each of the kids wrote me a letter. And in it, they gave specific examples of um, how I have showed up for them or how I have inspired them and what they love about me, but just really specific examples. And that is such a gift to be seen. It is such a gift to be understood. They really got me. They really pointed out the things that I do that they love that I think are important. So anytime that, you know, when you're giving something out to the world, to have it be seen and recognized and appreciated is such a gift. Um, so I am going to treasure those letters forever. It was it was so good. If you ever have a chance to write somebody a letter for no reason at all, it would be great to just let them know what it is about them that's making you feel so good because it will make their day, I promise you. After I read the letters, it sort of turned into this game because they a couple of the letters had written about... Um, me and like my jobs that I've had. And so 
I ask them, what if I didn't have any of the jobs that I have now, what job could you see me in? And so they all kind of gave their their ideas and it was really cool. They all remembered I guess I've said it a lot of times that if I didn't have kids, I would love to be a forensic detective with the FBI and to um, research crime scenes and all that kind of thing. But I, you know, I've told them, I guess, many times that I couldn't do that with kids because it's just too hard to 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 go to that kind of job and then to come home to your sweet little precious babies. Um, so they all said, you know, you'd be an FBI detective. Um, But anyway, it turned into this kind of fun game where we all went around and we each told what we thought the other, you know, we all took turns and said, you know, what they, we think that they would be good at or what they would enjoy. And then that turned into a game where we each called out a profession, um, kind of, you know, not, not your typical professions like doctor, lawyer, but a little bit more fun, creative professions. And we closed our eyes and we pointed to the person that we thought would best be suited. And we weren't talking about like skill wise or talent wise or intelligence, anything like that. We were talking about who would enjoy it, who would find happiness in that job. And then we would open our eyes and see who we pointed at. And then we did the same thing for that same job. And to see who would not be suited for that job. So for instance, one of the jobs that we threw out was a toll booth worker. And I think it was a tie between me and somebody else that could fit in there because I thought, well, I could listen to podcasts and I have enough ideas and stories in my head that I think I could entertain myself standing there for eight hours a day. And then we closed our eyes again and pointed to the person who would be least suited um, for happiness as a toll booth worker. So it was really fun. We did a few rounds of that, but it was just a game that we made up on the spot. And it was really telling actually about who, um, how we saw each other and how we saw how each other gains happiness. Um, just a really fun thing to do. So if you're ever bored uh, during this, you know, isolation period, that might be a fun game to try. Do, 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 do. It's challenge time. Today's challenge is to take 10 or 15 seconds to come up with three of your core values. Don't overthink it. Just spout out the three values that are most important to you. And then if you want, you can go the bonus round and ask people around you what they think your values are um, and see if it matches up. And if it if it's totally, totally off, you might want to rethink how you're portraying yourself. Um, But I would be willing to guess that how people see you is how you want to be seen. So that's it. Do that by the end of this podcast. All right, we are ready to talk about today's topic of practicing belief in your goals. So I have been working on a lot of goals. I am very goal oriented. And as the years go by, I've gotten more and more detailed and specific and organized in the way that I go after my goals. Um, But just because I'm taking the actions towards them doesn't always mean that I have total belief in myself. So it is something that I am working very hard on um, with my self-coaching, working on believing in myself no matter what, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what global pandemics come our way. um, Nothing from outside of me can change my belief in me. Well, if I'm doing it right, right? So that's what I'm working on. So I thought of this podcast today because I was just going for a run and I set the goal for May 
to run 75 miles this month. Now, in the old days, when I uh, competed in cross country and track for the University of North Carolina, I would do over 75 miles in one week. And I would do it at a way faster pace than I run now. But those were the old days. This is today, these days. And so for me, for this month, that's a pretty lofty goal, 75 miles. It, it averages something like 2.3 miles a day if, if I run every day, which I usually do not. Um, but keep in mind, if I skip a day, then now that is 4.6 miles I have to do the next day to stay on track. Um, so I consciously made the decision on Saturday and Sunday not to run. And there was no really good reason for it. I just didn't feel like running. I wanted to just be a little bit lazy. Um, but never did I think that I'm not, I wasn't going to hit that 75 miles for this month. No, it makes it way harder because I have two zero days. Um, but never did I think that I'm not going to hit my goal. I knew that there are a million other ways that I could get that 75 miles, even with two zero days in the bank. It might mean that I have to run twice a day on some of the days in order to get enough miles in. It might mean that I need to do a long run of 10 or 11 miles on one of the days. When you're setting goals, and I'm telling this to myself too, you need to practice having the belief in your goals, even though you don't know exactly how it's going to get done. So when I set out before May with this goal of 75 miles for May, in my head, I just thought, I'll just run two and a half miles a day. Boom. And, but I didn't get caught up on the details of the how, how am I going to do it? And so when I had these two days with zero running, it didn't knock me out. It didn't, um, totally for me. I still had total belief in myself that I can do 75 miles and the how of it is going to change. So no longer am I going to do two and a half miles every single day because I just did two zero days. But I do know that I can figure out the how. I can come up with a different plan and I can still make it happen because I have absolute belief in myself. I just know that I'm going to run 75 miles in the month of May. So a couple important things to know there are my ability to do the 75 miles for the month of May is the same no matter how I go about it. So the how may be different, but my ability to do it is the same. So therefore, I'm going to keep my belief in my ability to do that. I'm going to keep the belief that that goal can still happen. Another thing to really focus on there is that I had some setbacks. There were a couple days when I didn't run. You can still reach your goals even though you have those setbacks if you just keep believing. I wanted to talk about another example. This is so cool. So before the days when we were shut down um, with the stay-at-home orders, Chris and I took the kids to the beach. And we, uh, the first night we were there, we went for a walk and my daughter, Emma, found three full you know, unbroken, perfect sand dollars. Jack and Emma have both found multiple sand dollars throughout the years. I have never in my life found one. That's a little background. The next night, I we all went down to the beach and I wanted to go for a walk and they all just wanted to play around with the doggies. So I said, you know, I'm going to be gone for 30 minutes. I'll see you in a little bit. And I started walking and about three steps into the walk, I just had this belief come over me. I just knew that I was going to find a sand dollar. I just knew. So I started walking along and sure enough, I mean, two minutes into the walk or two minutes after I had that kind of belief, I found a sand dollar. 
Kept walking, kept walking, found another one. Found one or two more, and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to find 11 sand dollars on this walk. I just know it. I am going to find 11 full, perfect, beautiful, unbroken sand dollars, even though I've never found one in 45 years on this earth. And guess what? I did. I found 11 full sand dollars. And I kept looking because I'm like, I'm not going to stop looking just to fulfill this prophecy of 11, you know. Um, And I kept looking all the way back and I never found another one after that 11. So I thought this is amazing that I can have this belief, even though it's based on nothing from my past, because what a lot of times happens when I'm setting goals or when people are setting goals or, or um, trying to come up with a challenge for themselves, they look to their past for evidence of whether or not they can do it. I know I am hugely guilty of this. And I'll say, no, I can never make X amount of money in a year. I've never done it before. And that is so silly. Like, I love this example that I've heard of a baby learning to walk. You would never see a baby that, you know, falls down on her little bum when she's trying to walk and say, nope, nope, this one's not going to walk. She's not going to be able to do it. Because that's just part of the process of learning how to walk. So why would we say to ourselves, nope, I've never made that much money in my life. I'm not going to make it now because I never have before. Well, there's a first time for everything, right? The first time has to, it's not based on anything from the past. So why do we tell ourselves that we can't do something just because we haven't done it yet? So why would I think that I'll never find a sand dollar just because I hadn't yet found one before? And this was such a good lesson for me to know that sometimes you just have to believe in something, even though you have no basis for it. There was no reason on earth why I should have found those sand dollars. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to transfer that belief into a new goal. So I'm going to remember what that felt like. I'm going to remember the lesson that I learned from it, that I can believe in something even though there's no reason on earth why I should, but I can still believe in it and it can still happen. And I'm going to transfer that belief to some of my other goals that I have for myself, for my personal growth, for my businesses, and I cannot wait to see what happens. I have one last thing that's been really, really cool. The coaches that I work with for my self-coaching really got on the ball and went bananas once the uh, COVID-19 happened and a lot of people were losing their jobs and having tons of fears around scarcity and um, all when it was just all panic, they stepped it up and um, started having daily podcast or daily coaching lessons. And so I have been listening to those a ton. And what I've really learned about beliefs and goals is that when things happen, like a global pandemic, or if your shipment comes in late, or if your supplier runs out of supplies, if these things happen in business, it's not the time to beat ourselves up and think this is everything's wrong, nothing's going to work out. I should never have had this goal. This is the time to go, "Oh, yeah, this is just what happens in business. Things happen. Things like this happen in life and business all the time. You are always going to have a setback or a hurdle or an unforeseen circumstance. That's just how life is. So instead of getting all down in the dumps and feeling totally discouraged, if you just look at that obstacle and go, oh yeah, this is totally what happens. This is totally normal. I can totally handle this. This is going to be so fun to see how I can figure this one out. 
I also spent uh, most of Saturday when I wasn't running doing a puzzle and listening to, I think, five or six episodes of How I Built This. It's a podcast on NPR with Guy Raz, and it is amazing. Um, you have to listen to the one um, with uh, about Jenny's ice creams. That was so fun. But anyway, every single entrepreneur that he talks to has had a major, major crisis happen in the growth of their business. At some point, I mean, people are bought out, people lose their trademark name, people have to, you know, their products get listeria, their food products. I mean, things, horrible things happen. And they never waver in their belief and their goals. It was fascinating how he would say, you know, did you did you think that this wasn't going to happen? Did you think that this was the end of your business? And without fail, they said, no, never. I 100% knew that I was going to make it. I 100% knew that I was going to be okay and I was going to reach my goals. And that was so eye-opening to me because when COVID hit, you know, my stationary line, a lot of the stores that I sell to closed up shop, either temporarily um or some of them might not reopen. And I thought, oh, well, this is the end. You know, how can I sell cards to stores that literally aren't open? And that was such a silly way, not silly, but I wish I had, I am working on my mindset to grow into thinking, oh, okay, this is just totally what happens in the world of business and in the world of life is things happen that we didn't expect. And it's just the next thing that I'm going to deal with. And it's going to be so cool when I'm on the other side of it telling my story about how even when that big, huge, scary thing happened, I didn't give up. I never wavered in my belief of my goals. So I hope that these experiences that I've had have helped you because they have certainly helped me. And I feel like I'm gaining so much strength in my beliefs in myself and my goals and my ability to figure things out. So I hope that they have helped you as much as they have helped me. And I can't wait to see you go crush your goals and keep on believing. And before we go, I am checking in on your challenge. Did you come up with three of your core values? I cheated a little bit and I kind of have value phrases, but I'll tell you mine. Growth and learning, support and encouragement, and work hard, play hard. Those are kind of the core values that I live by. I have a whole lot more, believe me, I got lists, baby. But those are the three that immediately come to mind when I made myself do this exercise. So I would be totally interested in hearing yours. Um, If you want to find out more about anything I talked about on this episode, you can go to showupsociety.com forward slash 28. And if you want to leave your values or what you have learned about practicing your belief in your goals, I would love to hear it in the comments there. Thank you so much for showing up for this episode. Now go out there and show up for yourself. you're still here. Thank you. Go kick ass today. I know you can.